Welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. Today, we're going to talk about people who are naturally pessimistic. This was a topic that was proposed to me, ironically, by someone who is naturally pessimistic. I think they recognize this in themselves. They just don't know why or how to get around that. And so I'm sure that you have encountered in your daily walk through life, people who just seem to be kind of like an Eeyore in life. You know, it doesn't matter what's going on. The sky can be beautiful. The weather can be 70 degrees with a light breeze, no rain, you know, money in their pocket, food in their belly, friends and family in their life. And they still will be pessimistic about something. It doesn't matter what that is. And so you have heard, I'm sure, and you've maybe even been guilty of this. I am certain I have. Come on, be happy. And GQ, sorry, GQ did an article on this a couple of years ago um, where they talked about people who are naturally pessimistic and how wildly unhelpful it is to tell them to be happy. In fact, it is counterproductive. It only adds to their frustration because if they knew how, they would. And so look at your life. You may be the person, by the way, so hear me. But look at your life. Look at the people you surround yourself with and who amongst them are naturally pessimistic. Don't say to them, be happy. It's not helpful Show them how, help them learn to see the glass is half full instead of half empty. Things uh, to be thankful for. And it's an activity you have to train your brain for. I talked uh, probably last year in the early podcasts about negative Nancys. And people who are pessimistic Pete's are in that same category. It's a habit, but it's because their brain is locked on something bad. Something bad is going to happen. Something bad is happened and it's just forever. It's in concrete. It can never be changed. And some of that is not their fault. It's their life, their brain, the way it's wired. And we really have to help them learn to reroute to circumvent that little kink in their brain and you know they might need true um, clinician help where they see somebody on a regular basis that helps walk them through there may have been an experience in their life that they can't get past and that traumatic event just kind of shapes and shades the way they view life Um, And if that's the case, you know, being encourager and being supportive of that would be helpful. Telling them to be happy happy is not helpful. Um, There may be people who need um, medicine to help, um, you know, control the uh, balance of hormones in their brain. And when they need that, again, ending the stigma on mental health is number one. Uh, And how we do that is by normalizing that conversation and normalizing that need. Uh, Because at some point in our lives, 
whether we are there, have been there, or may be on our way there, that may be something for us as well. And so ending the stigma, normalizing mental health, the discussion of it, the medication, the treatment will also help. But if it's just a regular pessimistic Pete and he just, you know, does it by by rote, by memory, just by reflex, you know, we can help them. So when um, this person who suggested this topic to me um, actually recognized in himself, you know, where I go, oh my gosh, you know, what a fantastic day. I mean, the things, the potential for today. In his mind, he automatically went to all the work he has to do. In my mind, I went to, oh my gosh, this work is going to be so pleasant to do today because it's 70 and breezy and not humid and not stifling and not burning hot and obviously not freezing cold because it was just here recent. But, you know, so we need to help them. And so when those opportunities present themselves and they say, you know, something pessimistic about the day, oh my gosh, you know, is it because of the amount of work you have to do or is it because you're worried that the tractor isn't going to work or is, you know, help them to find a way to verbalize what it is that naturally drove their train off the cliff. And then you can help them, you know, reroute the reroute their train of thought, reroute their verbiage, their mentality, and help them to see the possibility, to learn to embrace the possibility. You know, when I pull my work, I've talked about this in the past before about, you know, keeping track of all the things you have to do and checking them off. And it's not to add to your list and not to, oh my gosh, look at that list. It's actually because when you encounter those days that are loaded with a lot on your plate and you've got a lot of plates flying all at once, you can look back and go, I've been through this before and I have accomplished it and I've conquered it and I've gotten through it and I survived and I will again. And so pessimistic people they don't see the world the same we do. They really need, it's kind of like those people who are colorblind and they get handed those prescription glasses. Who knew $300 glasses could bring such joy to people who literally have been going around life gray, like everything is gray. They don't see the beautiful blue sky. They don't see the beautiful red flowers. They don't see the vibrant orange pumpkins or the fall leaves. I mean, it's sad to think that literally every day their life looks like a cloudy, cloudy, rainy day. And they don't get to see that. $300 opens their eyes to all the beauty that surrounds them. And so, you know, if this was a $300 fix, I'd say let's throw $300 at all the pessimistic peats in our life, but it's not a $300 fix. It's a habitual fix. And so we have to continually plug at it and work at it and help them to redirect their train of thought. And again, that comes from surrounding yourself with the right people, but also being willing to kind of get into the trenches with them and 
You know, what is it that's got you down here? What's holding you down here? And let me see if I can't cut that off. Uh, I don't know if anybody has um, seen, um, I forget the name of the movie, but it's a plant that takes over and feed me Seymour. That movie cracks me up because that plant has, you know, it's obviously a Disney situation, but that plant has taken over this little uh, florist area and, you know, it gets a hold of you and bosses you about and all that good jazz. But that, what's what reminds me of that is, you know, the pessimistic pizza are down there in the trenches. They don't want to be down there. They're not enjoying themselves. They're down there because something has, a root has got a hold on them and we need to cut it off and find the way to help them come to the top and they they would welcome the help if they see it but they sometimes don't see it so you have to either gently guide them to see it or be patient enough to wait for them to see it but when they see it and they say something they're offering in their way they're using their words to ask for help help them help them learn that the life they have currently is not the life they have to keep. That if they're not happy with something, they can change it. It is within them. This power is within them. And also believing in themselves. A lot of that comes from low self-esteem in addition to life experiences. And sometimes the two are in direct correlation to each other. They have a low self-esteem because of life experiences. And uh, when that happens, when you have been beat down for so long and have been told you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not talented enough, you're not strong enough, you're not skinny enough, you believe that crap, for lack of a better word. And so when you start to believe it, it becomes so much easier to believe the negative and to believe the, the downward of things than to rise above, to be stronger than it. And so you need to help lift them up, encourage them. Uh, I tell my husband on the daily how amazing I think he is to the point where I think sometimes he thinks I'm just blowing smoke up his wazoo. But really, you know, he is that amazing. And so he's uh, getting ready to go through a job change and you know, he's so fantastic at everything he touches. I was actually taken aback at his nervousness that he may not meet the standard and that he may not be what they desire, despite the fact that people regularly call him for guidance, for help, for his smarts. I mean, he just is that smart. He knows everything. And he's not a know-it-all, but he knows everything. And so when that happens, I'm always confused. Like, why do you doubt yourself? Why do you not believe in yourself when look at all the accolades and the awards and the people lining up to hear? I mean, I feel like he's almost like the Dalai Lama at his job, but he does not see himself that way. And so I have to help find that plant root that's holding him down there, whatever life experience has happened to him, and really take a hatchet to that root so he can rise up and be all he can be. 
And so that's what I'm asking you. Look around you at your pessimistic peats and pour yourself into them. It might literally be a labor of love. It might be the saving grace. It might be what it takes to change that train from heading off a cliff to climbing a mountain and being like the little engine that could. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Can you see my arms going, by the way, when I'm doing that? And so that's what I'm, you know, encouraging you guys to do. Don't say, well, be happy. If they knew how they would, they don't. You have to help them learn to be happy. Help them learn to retrain their brain. Help them learn to believe in themselves. And the power of prayer, I tell you, I don't know if you're a believer. I am, and I believe wholeheartedly in the power of prayer. And oftentimes when I'm getting ready to, you know, go into the trenches and enter that octagon ring. I don't know if you're a you know, MMA follower. I am of that too. It's a guilty pleasure. But you know, I have to armor up. And usually the first thing that comes out of my mouth to, you know, nobody's here. I'm just talking to myself, but really I'm talking to God is, dear God, please help me. Please protect me because I'm getting ready to go into war, to go into battle, to try something new that bravery I've talked about in podcasts in the past, you know, that's where that comes from. But, you know, going in, getting in the trenches with your pessimistic Pete and your pessimistic Paula and helping them learn to believe in themselves and to see the happy and to see the good is how you will be more effective at helping them overcome this naturally pessimistic tone that colors their life that shades everything that they are and believe in to being a possible Pete and a possible Paula where they can see the bright, see the good, believe in themselves to naturally retrain their brain for gratitude instead of attitude. So that's my encouragement uh, for you. This podcast was asked of me. I hope that it has met your needs and I hope that you find some valuable insight from my life experiences. If there's anything that I can cover for you, please don't hesitate to reach out at uh, www.15minutesofsane.net. Um, and again, that's 15minutesofsane.net. You can find me on Facebook as well as uh, the website. And again, um, make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. Have a good one.